All right, so I don't actually have much of a plan for this today. Um, but welcome to Kind of Epic Show. I'm David West. I'm Marissa West. I'm the wifey. Yeah. Is first time you've been on? First time yeah, you've been on yeah. in, in four years of our relationship. And, uh, That's a Kasoniak. Yeah. Say that a bit louder. That's a Kasoniak. Appreciate it. Uh, today we're talking about Wonder Woman. And I would have gotten Gabe for a female perspective, <laughs> but he's at work, so I'm getting my wife. It's probably the next best thing, right? Um, the next best? I think that is the best thing. <laughs> no, um, well, Gabe. Gabe, Gabe forbid us uh, from doing this episode without a woman. Uh, okay. So, I guess he doesn't really make that call. I make that call, but... Um, yeah. I figured it for once he... Sorry for the squeaky. Figured for once he kind of had a point. Um, anyways, uh, initial thoughts. On Wonder Woman? Yeah. I, I liked it. I thought it was good. I, I thought the trailer looked good. Went to see it, and I thought it was good. <laughs> this is why we have that salon. <laughs> he, he needs to do the one-sentence reviews on our webpage. <laughs> yep. good. Movie's good. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, if you want to start doing that anytime you watch a movie, send it to me, and I'll post it. Be like, one-sentence reviews from Etzel Kasoniak. Personally, I really enjoyed it. There were a couple things that kind of bothered me, probably the... um, There's actually a couple things that really bothered me. One thing was the... uh, I noticed she kept... Oh, hold on, hold on. Before we get into it, spoilers, just in case... If you haven't seen the movie, um, yeah, like wait in, out, yeah. wait until you have watched it to to listen to this. So, all right, continue. But yeah, um, I noticed a lot throughout the movie. Um, Wonder Woman, she kept being treated like she was this delicate little flower, and it's like that's something that bugged you. Kind, I mean, because every time that they did that, she proved to him that she wasn't. Yeah. That's fair, but I noticed like it happened quite a lot because it's like she's—they're acting like she's this little delicate flower, but she has not only these um, shield things on her wrists that are probably a good long time ahead of their technology, and she can she could probably snap her neck in like two seconds. Yeah, they actually—that's something that I kind of. At the beginning, on the beach scene, when Steve first shows up on Themyscira, uh, and he tries to grab her hand and she pulls it away, it reminded me of uh, The Force Awakens, when Finn does that to uh, Daisy Ridley. Yeah. And kind of the same thing. Strong, dominant female characters that mm-hmm. don't need their man. <laughs> um, which is a thing that made me really proud of the, about the movie. Uh... They touched on Wonder Woman's sexuality. That they 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 know all about the reproductive system, but found that men aren't needed for pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, DC Comics! <laughs> uh, any anything else? You said uh, there were a couple things that bugged you. I think you had mentioned it earlier. The relationship between her and Steve Trevor was kind of forced. It didn't yeah. feel very natural. I agree. It's kind of the same. Uh, 
It's like that with the said Superman Returns sort of too. I kind of felt like you mean Man of Steel, not Returns. Yeah, Man of Steel. Yeah, I'm sorry, but yeah, like the whole Lois Lane Superman relationship. It kind of seems similar to that. It's like, okay, why are they like? Yeah. Together, I don't. Yeah. Do they just not know how to write their relationships very well? Maybe not. They're a bunch of they're a bunch of dudes. But uh. Well, I, I felt the same way in uh, the first Thor movie with Thor and Jane. Yeah. Where it's just like, okay, you get these really attracted people in a room together, things are going to happen, yeah. whether it's love or not. And that's one thing that I wish they wouldn't have had in Wonder Woman. Um, again, spoilers, about to be a big one. Uh, right before Steve sacrifices himself and he tells her that he loves her, I thought that was maybe pushing it a bit too far. It was just a little bit too much. It, it, everything else would have been fine if he wouldn't have said that. I thought that was a bit much. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, they, they knew each other for what? Weeks? Yeah, weeks. I mean, we don't know for sure, I guess. But yeah. Not that long. Maybe weeks? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a week? Yeah. Days? You could probably count the number of days I on mean, both your hands? I don't know. I guess it depends on how you view relationships. Well, yeah, we, like okay, we actually don't know how long he was on Temascara either. We yeah. don't know how long. Yeah. He could have been there for a while. It was long enough for the British service to think he had died. Yeah, yeah. So, and in times of war, that could be a month. Well, yeah, yeah, that's true. But, I don't know, still, yeah, I agree. That that, that part kind of bothered me. I guess the other, the, like, the, the female, like, treating her like she's, like, a defenseless woman, I think, too, like, part of that comes with the time, though. Like, yes. Like, the timeline of the movie. Yeah, I mean, this was, like, World War One. World War One early... So I think maybe that's what they were trying to get more of. But, you know, like in today's society, yes, that's, you know, obviously. Especially like. That uh, shouldn't be how, well, that, that, yeah, that shouldn't be how women are viewed, period. But, but I it think tends it's, it's to still be. In today's it, yeah. society, you know, changing, it took a, way too long. But Not not under the current uh, administration. Well, well the thing of it is, Steve Trevor saw how well she could hold herself in battle yeah. like and yet point. he was still in treating her yeah. i mean i wouldn't expect so much from everyone else but steve trevor saw yeah. her battle yeah. and how well she could hold herself up in a battle but yeah he was still like throwing himself point. in front of her and i mean yeah. old habits die hard i guess <laughs> steve's nasty one, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no that's a good point i didn't yeah i didn't consider that you know and it's something that like even when she walks into the uh, the British, uh, oh, uh, the group of old white men and wigs, yeah, the British, British yeah. Parliament, and everyone freaks out that there's a woman in there. You know, it just it kind of sends a message that still resonates today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, my complaint about Wonder Woman, and I mentioned it coming out of the theater. I'm glad I'm not the only one. Oh, let's see here. I actually have one I would like to add to this. Okay. Well, I mean, obviously we have the whole episode. Yeah. But, yeah. Let's see. Is Wonder Woman too similar to Captain America the First Avenger? I've, I walked out of the movie saying this, didn't I? Yeah. I was like, that feels a lot like the first Captain America I, movie. I thought I did too. Yeah, it did. I mean, because you, you have like her 
conflicting over humanity, like how to view humanity, kind of like yeah. Steve well, not Steve to, Rogers did. And, not to mention, she was isolated, which kind of is what happened with with uh, Steve. I mean, it's a, a common way. Yeah. Yeah. It's a common thing with and Steve Rogers. Steve. Yeah. Two Steves. <laughs> Captain Kirk. What? <laughs> um, but even still, okay, take Wonder Woman, put her in for Steve Rogers. Take uh, Agent Carter, put her in for Steve Trevor. Yeah, yeah. The, there are similar, a ragtag group of individuals, the Howling Commandos and her team. Yeah. Like, each with their own specific... I think... I'm not sure. Did they have a bomb expert? Because they had a bomb expert on the did. Howling Commandos, but they had a sniper. They had a sniper on the Howling Commandos. Yeah. Different wars, but still fighting Germans. Yeah. 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 Uh, all the, the visuals with the shield. Yeah. I'm just like, wow, this feels like Captain America. Yeah. Which, to be fair, Wonder Woman does kind of feel like a combination of both Captain America and Thor. You get the the, the warrior god, and then the god, yeah. the god aspect. Yeah. But you know, maybe that's exactly what DC needed was to make a Marvel movie. <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, I, I think on oh, Fat Man on Batman, Kevin and, and Mark Bernardin brought out a a great point. This movie, we see something that we haven't seen in a DC movie before. Not even really in Man of Steel. We had a bright battle at noon. It was bright out in the open. You could see everything going on. When in every other movie, it's been dark and gritty. And finally, on the beach battle, beautifully shot. Beautiful sky. It's pretty and not dark and grim like they have been before. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I think that's a nice thing to point out. That I think from the beginning battle of the movie, it's totally different than everything that came before it. Yeah, agreed. Um, I said, I mean, it was, it, one could argue it was definitely similar to Captain America, but I yeah. still thought it was good overall. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, not yeah, really yeah. a complaint. Yeah. It's just, it felt a lot like that first Captain America. Yeah. And both are fish out of water, you know. You get you get a lot of similarities that I never really thought about before seeing the movie. Yeah. Um. Now there were a couple things that uh, I, I thought were really. Uh, where am I going with this? Oh, it's hot in here. Um. Shit! I lost my train of thought. Here, say something. Uh, well, my wife here actually reads Wonder Woman. Um, how do you think it feels compared to the current DC Rebirth books? Um. Hmm. <laughs> Sorry I to pop a question on you. I guess they're kind of, kind of it's like apples to oranges almost, because uh, the Rebirth, it's got like two different storylines, and then this, and um, it's like you get a lot of cheat on the other one, like... And actually, I think you actually have the backstory of Cheetah as well. I mean, I mean, this is just pretty much just Wonder Woman in here. Hmm. That's the only thing that, that stands out with you about the movie? 
That that is different from the the rest of the DC extended universe. Well, I mean, I haven't really been reading too much of the new DC universe. No, no. Well, the extended universe, the DCEU. Oh, you're talking about the extended. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, I think you pretty much, like you said, just the the tone of the movie seems better. Yeah, I agree with that compared to you know the other ones where it was dark, drabbier. Yeah, kind of. Hmm. Um, well, this should interest you. Uh, there's a theory that it's confirmed, uh, well, we find out the origin of Aquaman's trident. Ooh. A weapon of, uh, Neptune. Okay. Since the, since the gods exist, yeah. it's okay. a relic of Atlantis, it's Neptune's trident. I, I know, I can't, I, hopefully you're home for when Aquaman comes out oh, next yeah. year. Oh, yeah. Because... Um, you're going to be all over that. <laughs> I definitely am. Well, I mean, I, saw, I went to Justice League trailer when Aquaman came out. I, I got a little excited. Got a little excited. <laughs> um, there's actually a lot of supposed Easter eggs and stuff in the movie, too, which, at first glance, I didn't really feel like there was a lot connecting it to the rest of the universe. Mm-hmm. But, uh, like, there's... Like I just said, the the reference to the maybe even Aquaman's trident, even to the uh, setup of Bane's origin with the gas and the the possible venom okay. leading to to Bane. So what? This is for you, sweetie. Um, what do you think the importance of Wonder Woman is to a the generation of females that have? Some who have been waiting their entire lives to see a female-led superhero movie. I definitely think it's a symbol of empowerment because I mean she's she's the first female superhero, isn't she? Mm-hmm. And it's they're finally making a movie for her. And one thing that I've loved about the marketing of the movie, um, I'm a guy that every time I'm at Walmart or Target or any department store I always go through the toy aisle and they've done something amazing with these Wonder Woman toys they're in the action figure aisle you have Wonder Woman dolls right next to Batman toys next to Superman toys next to Transformers you have Wonder Woman toys that are really gender neutral Any any boy could go and pick up one of those Wonder Woman dolls, and just enjoy it just as much as he does his uh, Batman. And it's something that I think has been it's it's huge. What do you think of that, Etzel? <laughs> it's great. It's, it's great. The trailer was great. The aisle was great. Yeah, it was, it was fantastic. It was, great. it was the best aisle. Yeah, it's great. It was the best aisle. Yeah. Best aisle. <laughs> oh, so uh, I think this is exciting news for DC going forward. I am a little nervous that with Wonder Woman in the Justice League in November, here she is taking a leading role in the universe. But in Justice League, she's back in a man's world. She's the... Okay. Uh, Ethel just handed me a thing. 
But let, let, I'll get no, to this. No, yeah, 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 I'll let, I'll let you bring this up. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll let you bring this up. Okay. And then we'll center it around her. Okay. Um, but where was I? Oh, yeah. Wonder Woman's going to be in a man's world again in the Justice League. One female to six other men. What role do you hope she has in that movie? Um, the best I could probably hope for would just her being an equal to all of them. And that shouldn't be too difficult for her considering she's... A god? Yeah, she's imbued with (laughs) Zeus's powers. Yeah, she was made from Zeus's seed. Yeah. (laughs) She is a child of Zeus. Um, Basically, she'll play Thor's role. Yeah. Um, (laughs) and you know... I guess I shouldn't be worried too much because she was just that in Batman v Superman. Mm-hmm. She was an equal to Superman. Yeah. Except she didn't die. <laughs> so, I guess she's Superman's better in that instance. Um, yeah, there's always been a lot of callbacks to even the Greek gods with the Justice League. A lot of similarities. You have... Wonder Woman kind of taking the place of Ares in the team. Superman is Zeus. Batman is Hades. Aquaman is uh, Apollo. Or not Apollo. Neptune. Poseidon? Yeah, Poseidon. Sorry. Neptune and Poseidon. They're the same They're the same. Greek and and Roman (laughs) gods. Um, And then uh, Mercury with the Flash. Yeah. They've always been there, so I think it's really neat that now it is kind kind of actually... There, mm-hmm. so, um, what what did you think of the combined origin that they did for Wonder Woman? What do you mean by combined? Well, that they they used that they made reference to her being made from clay and brought to life, and the one where she is actually Zeus's daughter. They've they used both of them in the movie. One I was think, a stand-in. One ended up being the truth. I think it actually helps. Um, kind of tie the from like the comic book standpoint because you kind of because I've heard both stories and it actually kind of makes it a bit more coherent and it kind of makes it, um, it just makes it work better I think to have like one origin story that makes sense yeah. instead of having two mm-hmm. of course good um I've heard some requests from people to, from now on, the past couple of movies have kind of made Batman that linchpin. You had Batman in, in BVS, Suicide Squad, even mentioned a couple times in Wonder Woman, where he's kind of been the Tony Stark yeah. of the DC Universe, showing up, tying movies together. What if that now switched to Wonder Woman? What if what if Diana took that role? What do you mean by a linchpin? Where everything kind of moves forward because of them. Um. Because she's now had the biggest opening for the DC universe. I think it's great. The the <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, the movie has crossed two hundred million worldwide in one weekend. Holy crap! It is huge. Yeah. It means huge things for DC. And it's their first critical success. The other ones have been financially <laughs> successful. This is the first one that's been critically successful as well. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, could it 
potentially mean like they have more like of a female perspective yeah. in terms of like I could see that. Um maybe fighting or like trying to fix things. Say say Wonder Woman's the leader of the Justice League, not Superman, not Batman. Well, um something that I did notice like she was very very passionate and compassionate. And that could be something that she could potentially use if she did become the leader, uh-huh. which could probably, I mean, I don't know if it'd make things more interesting, because, I mean, what's more interesting, fighting or being nice and spreading love around to everybody? <laughs> well, no, I think it'd be good, too, because, too, like, I feel like she always kind of is the neutral Justice League member, you know, I feel yeah. like Diana in general, like, you know, you have Batman versus Superman, you have essentially Batman and Superman fighting each other, whereas Wonder Woman kind of doesn't really... I don't know, start fights or... Yeah. I, well, I mean, you know, for, for, she, obviously, you know, she's going to do what she thinks is right and mm-hmm. that, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have a problem. She's very straight she's, on her morals. Yeah. She, yeah. yeah exactly. She's unwavering. Well, maybe she could stop the feud between the two. <laughs> yeah. I, I, think, I think one of them dying already did that. No, Martha did that. Martha. 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 Oh, Martha. Why did you say your... Why did you say that name? <laughs> Martha settled the feud. Oh, you're... Our moms have the same name. We're best buds now. I'm going to go save your mom. Because you're Superman and you can just do it yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, lost my train of thought. Martha Martha derailed the conversation. She tends to do that. Yeah, but isn't he going to come back? Who? Uh, Superman. So yeah, Spoiler Superman's alert. back in, in Justice League. Is it? Spoiler he, he hasn't been in any of the trailers, but he's I mean, all over the merchandise. Can you have a Justice League without Superman? No. There you go. No, you really can't. <laughs> but there, hopefully, hopefully this uh, this movie changes the DC universe. Hopefully, this movie is a step out of the darkness, a step out of the dark and grim that the past three movies have been. And hopefully Diana is able to lead that with her love and her heart. Hopefully she's able to bring that to the wider universe. Because we're we're about to have a movie with The Flash and Cyborg. Those characters don't need to be dark and gritty. Those characters deserve to have that heart that she does. Barry Allen definitely has that heart that she does. That That love for people. I can't see him as a dark person. Exactly. I mean, he's a fast person. I mean, do you think... I would think depression would kind of, like, <laughs> weigh him down. I mean, think about it. No, he'll just go back in time and change the, the timeline again. <laughs> um, oh, uh, time for another beer, huh? That's why I have him. Uh... But yeah, hopefully it's a nice change for the DC Universe. This is the first one that Jeff Johns was directly involved with. So, awesome. If this is what's happening, cool. And, you know, Justice League is doing some reshoots right now. Unfortunately, Zack Snyder was faced with some very unfortunate circumstances. But they had already hired Joss Whedon to come on to do some rewrites for the reshoots. So hopefully he's adding that bit of levity yeah. to that movie that it needs. And Joss has already said that he's not going to change the visual look of the movie. It's still going to be Zack Snyder's movie. 
but hopefully it, it, they were already planning to have that levity put back into the film. Because I, I think Justice League was done shooting before Wonder Woman came out. Or before Wonder Woman started filming. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure they went pretty much straight into Justice League after Batman v Superman. So hopefully it's able to catch up and fit tonally with now what we've been presented. Yeah. Having fun. You can say no. <laughs> no I doubt our listeners are having a, fun. A, a, a note on Wonder Woman here that I've been reading. A, well, this is, I don't know how many articles there are, but this is article is there are no <clears throat> now. There's some concerns because people are in arms over Wonder Woman's armpits. And it's basically <laughs> saying that her armpits are just very clean. Uh, like no hair. Should on she armpits. should she have hairy armpits? It, it, and then they were saying that one one was arguing that her being on uh, the island, yeah. you know, she wouldn't she wouldn't have you know these. <laughs> There's a lot of sand. Maybe the sand rubs the armpits <laughs> and rubs the hair but, off. I don't and, know. And this always it comes kind of well too. If you you always every scene it just does seem like you know she's always like perfectly presentable, and it's that. It's Hollywood. Yeah. You can't really get petty with Hollywood. I could see it being some, like... Like, even when they're on Themyscira, all their hair's up. It's all in, like, a yeah. bun. Like, I could, I could see, see them wanting... a problem. Like, maybe yeah. it's too hot. You know? I, I don't know. I, I Kind of like swimmers. Swimmers will shave their entire body. Yeah. Maybe, it, <laughs> maybe it's something like that. Same I don't know. idea. Yeah, I use a sword to just go. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, and you know, besides just being the first woman superhero, technically she's the first superhero of color as well. She's Israeli. Actually, technically, that's Caucasian. Really? Yeah. Oh well, I'm wrong. <laughs> There's we won't get into it. All right. <laughs> People could get angry about it. Yeah, fair enough. Um. I, that's one thing I did find kind of odd on Themyscira. There were a wide variety of races on the island. We had blacks. We had every one of color on that island. Yeah. Which is interesting, just because, I mean... <laughs> you think it would be, one, it'd be yeah. just one group of people that arrived there. Yeah. From the gods or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I mean the same is kind of true in Thor too. You had Asians and blacks, and I'm not. You're <laughs> smiling like it sounds bad. Does it sound bad? I don't know. No, it doesn't sound bad. I don't mean bad, it to no. sound bad. Just making uh, an observation. Yeah, I don't know. I don't... It's a good thing. It's a well, good I mean, thing. Thor, no Asgard. I mean, you're talking about what? What do you mean in Thor? You're well, it's about, Norse like... mythology. I mean, yeah, the Norse are. Well, I mean, I feel like that's a lot. Larger, yeah, like demographic than yeah. Thomaskira, or sure, but I don't know anyway. <laughs> uh, I had something else I was gonna say. Well, actually, what's on the screen, uh, Patty Jenkins is attached to direct a Wonder Woman sequel already. So, this is the first sequel that is even possibly confirmed because there hasn't been a sequel to Man of Steel 
no plans to make a sequel to Man maybe of Steel. Batman and Superman are going to get another argument. Maybe, Batman maybe. V Superman 2. <laughs> but even in like the foreseeable future, there's no direct sequel to any of these DC movies. They're all like side sequels or like you could consider Batman v Superman. It's technically might be a sequel to Man of Steel. He's in it. He's a large focus of the movie, but it's not a direct sequel. direct sequel. Yeah. Ooh, it's warm. But anyways, uh, I'm excited for the future of the DC Universe. I think this is a movie that they absolutely needed. got something right. Yes. I think so. I mean, I enjoy Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, and Suicide Squad. I enjoy them. Suicide Squad was hard to enjoy. I enjoy it, but... Eh? You're talking about the Oscar-winning Suicide Squad. Just remember that. Yep, yep. Didn't they just win for costume design? Hair and makeup? They beat out fucking Star Trek Beyond for makeup? Explain that one to me. That doesn't make sense. Damaged. Yeah, yeah. Tattoo of damage across the forehead. I'm sorry, but... Some clown makeup? Prosthetics are harder to do than, like... I guess they did have the croc, though, so... Yeah, Killer Croc was all makeup and costumes, but... Tell me how that could beat out the lady with the hands on the back of her head. Yeah. Like, how does that work? <laughs> uh, actually, if you want to know, it's because the Oscars think realism's harder to do than fantasy. Which I think is bullshit. Yeah. Cool. Oh. Anyways, uh, I think that wraps up Wonder Woman. Anything? But did they actually, the Oscar actually go to Suicide Squad? Yeah. Or was it changed later? No, no. Did Star Trek <laughs> actually win? No, it they, should have. But, it should have. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, neat little thing. I, I kind of thought about it at the time while watching the movie. We do see DC's new uh, DC banner. You know how Marvel has their, their comic book banner? Mm-hmm. We got DC's. Okay. And doesn't it look exactly like the opening credits to the Justice League cartoon? They're all kind of black and white. Well, not black and white, but silhouetted in their colors and action poses. I could just imagine that Justice League music as that that new uh, uh, whatever the tag. I don't, yeah, whatever the. Your TV totally just turned off. I know it did. Anyway, so yeah, uh, I got Wonder Woman's Rotten Tomatoes pulled up. Currently sitting at a ninety-three percent on wow. Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Highest rated DC movie since The Dark Knight. Um, this one from the Huffington Post. Fake news. <laughs> Loved Gad- uh, Gadot. The script and supporting uh, actors and characters, not so much. Okay. Uh, how could you not enjoy Chris Pine in that movie? Chris Pine I was mean, fantastic. Yeah. He was. He was. He was uh he was the audience's gateway to that character. Yeah, yeah. He was us. He was <laughs> every man watching that movie. <laughs> yep. For a film that's ni- for superhero films, it's ninety percent our movie, ten mm-hmm. percent anyone else's. We're the white male superheroes. <laughs> we weren't. We were yep. the, the, the bumbling not bumbling, but we were that new eyes into this world. I mean, I, I'm fine with being Chris Pine. I'm Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally we are Chris Pine in this movie. Like... We wouldn't want Gal, Gal Gadot looking at our junk either. 
Um, let's see. It's hard to come by bad reviews on this. All right, here's another one. This one is from the National Review. Oh, one woman downplays Diana's pursuit of destiny in the fight against evil. Diana, like her introductory movie, has childlike enthusiasm but no passion. Eh? Mm. Oh, we didn't ask Marissa about No Man's Land. Her, like, just that empowering moment of her crossing No Man's Land. No Man's Land, Land, yeah. Damn. I almost want to call her back in here and be like, hey, hey, what what do you think? (laughs) Especially because we don't see her in the armor before that moment. And she walks up that ladder and everyone's freaking out. And she drops that fur coat or whatever she was wearing. And just is this beautiful goddess walking across the thing called No Man's Land. Huh. <laughs> I, I don't know what it, I don't know. Another, what actually, talking. another point on that, though, I thought was kind of interesting um, to kind of well up with the exception of when the building just falls on her and yeah. definitely kills that dude. I feel like she kind of used a restraint as opposed to like... I don't think she killed anybody. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. In the past, like the Superman's where Superman's body count of just, you know, like yeah. unintended collateral damage victims when he's fighting Zod. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, Like, whoa, Superman just like killed a thousand people yeah. Like, easily. Yeah, I think they did a good job in this, uh, you know, where, yeah, you could, like she just knocked dudes out, like, yeah. clearly. And I said maybe the exception that oh, one the, sniper, the tower, but yeah. I mean, but... um. But yeah, no, I think they did a good job of, you know, keeping the hero, kind of the hero character intact, yeah. where she's not just, like, which, massacring people. Which like, is kind of what I, I, I was bringing with that, taking the DCU out of that dark and gritty, yeah. and bringing the, that care and heart and passion yeah. to yeah. the rest of the, the extended universe. And that's that's a good point. That's a, yeah. what I was getting at and should have brought that up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really... The negative reviews in this movie are definitely in few and far between. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to scroll for quite a while. It's disappointing. This one comes from the Australian. It's disappointing because Wonder Woman deserves better. How could you make what? a better what movie? Kind of, like, review? It's like... <laughs> These are just the, the one snippet, the snippet yeah. on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. How? 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 Yeah. how could Wonder Woman deserve a better movie? For one, it's at 94%. Yeah. Or 93%. Everyone enjoyed this movie. Not everyone. You had that guy. The couple that we read before it. Oh, let's see here. This one's actually more than one sentence. The only wonder regarding this movie is that it could be so incredibly dull. (laughs) I keep hoping that DC will find a key to unlock the magic inherent... Or inherit in its great cast of characters. That comes from Leonard Malton from LeonardMalton.com. Okay, well, um, surely this guy knows what's up. Yeah. Okay. The movie wasn't dull. I was never bored in this movie. Were you bored in this movie? Did it ever get slow? No, I thought it was pretty, pretty well. Yeah, the story balanced with the action. And yeah, I wasn't bored. Yeah. Huh. That's bizarre. Um... Yeah, that's really weird. I don't quite understand that. All right, this comes from Indie London. The latest in, inter, entry into DC Comics world is only partially successful before eventually crum, crumbling to genre fatigue. Okay, I can kind of get this. Um, I think the final battle with Ares is a bit... 
it kind of falls into that, oh, we're going to have this big battle in the dark and you can't really see too much. Yeah. Same with the same problem with the Doomsday fight at the yeah. end of BBS. Yeah. I can see that. I can see that complaint. But I wouldn't judge the whole movie on that. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, there are not many of these. Um this comes from the Financial Times. Why does Financial Times have a fucking movie review? <laughs> Uh, Overlong DC... Well, like, boxed more than, like, any other DC Yeah, yeah, so yeah, right? Like... Overlong DC Comics Epic puts the First World War on a baking tray for the latest cook-till-crisp superhero flick. I mean, that, I can kind of see that one, too, though, but I mean... I didn't think it was Overlong. Mm-hmm. I, and I could see them not focusing, like, having issues with how... It didn't focus on the harshness of, of World, World War One. Yeah, but, but it kind of did. I mean, it kind of did. The yeah. Billings Land scene. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Gadot proves that she is worthy of Wonder Woman's tiara, but the superhero deserves a great film, not just one that's better than the others. <laughs> fair. That, fair. That's fair. Maybe. Maybe that is why we're all ha- very happy with this movie. Because it is... Oh, it's an okay... It was okay. It was, no, it was, it was a lot better than the other movies they've done. Better, yeah. So maybe... Maybe. Maybe that's fair. <laughs> um, Alright, so we spent ten minutes doing this. And there aren't too many other negative reviews. So, I, I could pull up... I'm just going to do it now. I'm going to pull up the bad reviews for Alien Covenant. For when we get done talking season. about it. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot more. Better. Yes, there are. <laughs> Surprisingly, Alien is at seventy-one percent certified fresh. But all right, you just saw it yesterday. I saw it. I saw it. Well, I mean, weekend, no, I didn't so. give it seven. That's about exactly where I give it. I mean, I didn't think it was horrible. It just yeah. wasn't Wonder Woman. <laughs> no, it definitely yeah, wasn't no, Wonder Woman. Yeah, but no, I didn't. I mean, I didn't hate it. It just, yeah, no, it just was not great. It was okay. It was. It was okay. It was okay. It was okay. That's your. That's your sentence. My one sentence. Yeah. Um, did you like it better or? Less better than Prometheus. Oh, by far better than Prometheus. But I mean, I think Prometheus is good either. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I liked it better than Prometheus, probably. But yeah, I mean, I don't know these new aliens. I I don't know. I feel like Aliens kind of at a weird place now because I feel like the the first one was so good, like you know, just having that suspense of yeah, the yeah. alien finding you, and I realized you can't just make that movie again and again and again. You could. They haven't made that alien movie since. Yeah, but so I mean, I I get what they're trying to do with like the whole you know android storyline kind of like yeah, deal with, with and like David adding, and adding it with like the Prometheus you yeah. know tying in with that, which I mean, which you knew was going to happen anyway. Yeah, but I mean. I don't know. I just I think the the story is just poorly executed, you know. And I I mean, and I said it's kind of hard to make a story of Alien. You know what I yeah. mean? Because really, there wasn't at the end of the day, there wasn't much to it. It was just kind of a thriller. You know, you're stuck on a ship with a fucking alien. But like, you you say but, that, and then a lot of people regard the second film in the franchise better than the first. Yeah. With Aliens, well, that's which, true. That's true. Yeah. Which is. In, an incredible movie in itself. Well, that, because they, yeah, they that's more of like an action. Yeah, I feel like yeah. Aliens is kind of more of a James Cameron action film. Yeah. And then the first one's kind of a Ridley Scott kind of like... Thriller horror, suspense. Yeah, yeah, thriller suspense. But but yeah, no. And like I said, I mean, I get that. But I, I mean, again, you can only make those movies so many times. Yeah. You know, wh- whatever style you take as far as that goes. But 
See, I, I mean, I don't know. I yeah. think I went into the movie wanting way less Prometheus and way more Alien. No, me too. No, and we that's, got that's way more just, Prometheus. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. That's yeah, kind of. I, I thought there was too much. Well, I liked that that last what the last ten minutes were the best part of the movie. But like, they felt the last like... ten minutes felt so out of place. Yeah, yeah. The the shower scene that happens in the last ten minutes that doesn't belong in the rest of the movie. Yeah. It really doesn't. No, yeah, agreed, agreed. And even you get the you get the xenomorph tail coming up between the mixed couple in the shower, the interracial couple in the shower. You get this big long black xenomorph tail. Tell me he's not trying to make a statement. I didn't even think about that. That's yeah, that's kind of interesting though. Yeah, like I don't know. It just yeah. felt that felt more like it should be in an alien movie than in the movie that we have had. Yeah. And first off, why wouldn't you send any drones to the planet? Surely they have some sort of like drones on that ship that could have went down there and scouted the planet and be like, "Why the fuck is oh, yeah, like, on this planet before they got off the ship?" Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Like, why <laughs> the whole the whole premise of the movie is yeah. No scientist would do that. <laughs> no scientist would yeah, make that's that a call. Good point. That's a good point. <laughs> they wouldn't. No scientist yeah, would make yeah. that call. They would send down. They would do scans. Scan the planet. What, send you know what? drones. Wait out that storm. So what if it's two weeks? Yeah. You have cryo. <laughs> Who cares if it's two weeks? <laughs> I don't want to get back in the crowd chamber. Fine. You got a two week trip on the yeah. It's the two ship. weeks, you guys. You have can sex in the shower. Whatever. Do what you need. Do to Do what you need to do. We're gonna wait for this storm to pass. Yeah. Send down some drones. There's no rush. There's, yeah. Oh, there's no life. What is wrong with this? There's no life. What? Well, I mean, there was life, but... Not no, no. All oh, you're talking is... about, like, how the, the Xenomorphs all ate all was, the actual All life, life was yeah, dead yeah, on the planet. Yeah. All non-plant life was dead on the planet. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Which we don't even get an explanation to why... Okay. It only affects... Then where were all the Xenomorphs that supposedly wiped out all this life on the planet? That planet should have been fucking swarming why, with them. I, No, I feel like they would have died, though, due to starvation. We don't know their diet. Well, we don't know their diet. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like they they need a host to live. Then where are the fucking bodies? Well, actually, and on that, well, no, actually, you make that point. Another thing on that point, though, is remember, well, even in the in, even in the temple, and then you know, before they got into the temple, they said it was ten years when that when that civilization was like you know yeah. died due to the xenomorphs. How are there still like remnants? You know what yeah. I mean? Like they would be dust, they would be gone, there would be nothing. There would you know, maybe like okay, you'd have some like buried bones, you know, below yeah. the soil, but they wouldn't just be like laying there if like he had ten you know, years, like, why wouldn't he clean it up? Yeah. Well <laughs> I don't know. There's That's the only city? Yeah. That was the only city of, of engineers or whatever they're actually called? Yeah. I don't know. I had I had a lot of issues with the movie that are just I felt like because I re I was gonna rewatch the aliens before I saw it, but I feel like the one to really rewatch too was Prometheus because I didn't get. So again, I guess not to we shouldn't get too far up in this recap, but at the beginning, then when he's with the creator, is it Walter, yeah. David, and Walter? No. Um. Wait. At where the was that? Yeah, the very beginning was uh 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 David and the creator. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, uh. Shit! Why am I spacing his name? Um. Yeah, Lee Pace is that the actor? Yeah. Well, no, I mean, well, I'm just mean the character in the movie, but yeah, yeah but yeah, no, yeah. um, 
So that was before he got into Prometheus project yes. then, basically. Yes. Okay. That was the birth of David. That okay. Was, yeah. Okay. Okay. And this is a this is a big issue I had. Spoilers. Uh But I feel like just too for yeah, spoilers definitely. Um but I feel like too like even for that movie, I just feel like that's a bad way of going into it is where I need to feel like I need to watch Prometheus to even know what's going on in this movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, granted, you know, I, I mean, I understand it's somewhat like a sequel in that, but I mean, I feel like, you know, the idea of most of these movies should be like, you can just go in and watch it, you know, yeah. and not have to, yeah. Well, but. and the original title was uh, Prometheus Paradise Lost. Oh, okay. See, I think that's a better title. I think so, too. Yeah, but... Because it's definitely more of a Prometheus movie than an alien movie. Yeah. Like, you could do a combination of the two titles for the, the inevitable final chapter of these prequels. Yeah. Something that bridges the gap a bit more or something. But uh, I had a huge problem. Like, it really bugged me, uh, the David and Walter switch there at the, towards the well, end Well, I mean, of the I movie. could predict that, though. I predicted exactly. that a long time. For exactly. a long, long time. And I was like, that's, that's exactly. David, yeah. Uh, because you, you see them fight. You don't see the finish of the fight. Yeah. But he's not healing. They set up that Walter can heal. The first scene you see with with David on the on the ship is him fixing himself. I'm like that's well before they they actually they, that should have been a red it. flag right there yeah, for the crew. For, well, for, and she was like what literally well, a foot know. away. She didn't she, didn't she know probably that. didn't oh, know. Okay. But the audience I'm like you're not hiding anything. Yeah. You are not hiding anything from us. Yeah. You know Everybody I talked to didn't realize they did that. I'm just like, it's fucking obvious. Yeah, because at they, the fight, you guys, it was updates since your day. Yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah no. Yeah. They make a huge but. point of, of drawing attention to that fact. Yeah. So the first time you see him on the Covenant, he's fucking... Well, I mean, I guess one could argue, off. though, that they wanted the audience to know because... No. What? I, I don't know. Anyway... Well, all of that being said, I thought Michael Fassbender's performance was very was awesome. It was right on point. Was, yeah, yeah Fassbender is great in everything yeah, he does. So, no matter what but, Fassbender but, does, he's yeah, great. Um, I don't know. I hopefully the the next one will be on LV four two six. We'll find out why that engineer was on that planet with all those eggs that were apparently the regular xenomorphs that from, from the, Fassbender yeah, has from made. The, from the Prometheus Project. Yeah. Elizabeth Shaw or whatever. Yeah. Well, no, uh, the in the first Alien on the on the planet, there's all those aliens. Oh, you're talking about, oh, yeah, yeah like the, first the actual Alien movie. Alien movie. Where okay, yeah, Ripley yeah. and the crew find find those eggs in the engineer ship. Okay, so that was what I was curious then. Do you think, is that the same ship? Is that the Covenant? That's what I was no, thinking no, at no, the no. end there. Yeah, because he puts it in the... The, in the, with the embryos. Then I was thinking, yeah. like, he was doing those experiments on the planet. I was like, well, maybe he's just going to take the colonists and do, like, turn them into xenomorphs. Well, yeah, that probably will happen. That'll yeah. probably be oh, the plot the of the next, next movie. The next movie, yeah. But, but uh, the first alien, I mean, they go to LV-426. There's yeah. the engineer ship, one of the, the round, yeah. almost... Trade Federation looking ships. And <laughs> it is a Trade Federation ship, isn't it? <laughs> it kind of yeah, looks like anyway. it. Um, but yeah, I mean, they find one of those, and it's already the Xenomorphs that David has now created. Yeah, yeah. So it's... Hopefully Ridley Scott somewhat, answers these so questions. coming full circle slowly. Yeah, yeah. because... But, I mean, that's the point of doing prequels, right? It should lead back into yeah. the first one? Yeah. Somehow? I, I think it all went wrong with Prometheus. I mean, I really... 
Yeah, you think? Like, hopefully, the next one is a lot more, a lot more xenomorph and less Prometheus. I agree. I think they've gotten all the the philosophical and all. I think they gotten all that shit out of the way. Yeah. Let's just get get to the get to the aliens. Get to the reason why you we're know, here. It is kind of like you said, though, at the end of the day. I'm like, oh, they're just going to keep making the same movie. Wouldn't it be cool, though, if they did actually remake Alien with today's technology? That would be No, crazy. no. I don't think you need to. We're not uh, like a, a straight remake, but I'm saying like something like that. Yeah, type. okay. Yeah, uh, uh, Alien Isolation, if you haven't played it. A great example. I mean, I'd like to play, yeah. A great example of a, an Alien project that's very close to that first one. Okay, okay. Definitely check I'll it out. It's like 13 out, bucks man. against yeah, replay. No, to, yeah. It's hard. It, I, had, it's I a hard heard game. mixed reviews on that, but yeah. If, you, if you're a fan of the franchise, you'll enjoy it. Okay. I mean, don't think you're in for this high-paced action. No, it's... You've got to outsmart it's, the Xenomorph. It's, it's Scott's alien. It's yes. not Cameron's yes, alien. Okay. So, I, <laughs> I, I thought Isolation got pretty... St- Pretty well received reviews. Really? It was Colonial Marines that got shit oh, on. Maybe, okay. It was the Cameron Alien follow up that got shit reviews. Yeah. See, this is a lot. See, I like it when we have issues with movies because we're able to <laughs> go work through those issues. Yeah. Oh yeah. So that's that's our thoughts on Alien Covenant. It's. I don't hate it. I mean, more xenomorphs. That's what it comes down to. I think that, that's, that's my sense review. My one sense review. More xenomorphs. We get one. We get <laughs> yep. one true xenomorph. Yep. yep. I mean, Prometheus. You know, for what it was, there were moments where I was still on the edge of my seat, feeling kind of queasy. Like, oh shit, what's gonna happen? Like the uh, the C section, the the C section scene where Shaw cuts the. The alien out of her. Yeah. That scene is intense. Yeah. I never had that feeling once in Covenant. Yeah. There was never that sense of dread. There was never that sense of... Well, I mean, they had, I guess, they had the... The spores coming out, where the spores that turned into and come out. But I mean, yeah, I knew it was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, like, I don't know. Yeah. It just wasn't... It was missing that... It was missing that thrill. Yeah. Even the first Alien, it's a thriller suspense. Well, There's no suspense. Even like no... some of the parts to it too, like when there weren't like, even any jump scares. Yeah, no, but it, and everything was so like cut and dry, and it was so stupid. Like just the 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 whole sequence of events when when David remember when they have the 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 huge I don't know what they call them, but the actual like eggs, not the not the spores, but the yeah, big the, eggs. The egg, yeah. And he's like with the face huggers and oh, it's a good one. You should look in there. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, you knew he was going to look in. Right. And why would you clearly, if you're not an idiot, the scientists, well, are the stupidest people ever? And he's like, and then sure enough, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, it's just like come on, like do something, like make it more creative than that, like yeah, I've been. Yeah, I haven't find it some other way. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Excuse me. But, all right. All right, Susan. Rotten Tomatoes time. Yeah, Rotten Tomatoes well, time. Many of these. <laughs> yeah, and let's see if we'll agree or disagree with Rotten Tomatoes on Alien Covenant. Excuse Rating me. wise, that's about exactly what I would give it. User scores out of sixty-one. Is that sixty-one now? The, well, the, the oh, critic scores at seventy-one. I mean, user 61. scores at sixty-one. Yeah. 
Um, let's see here. <laughs> the New Yorker. In space, no one can hear you laugh. <laughs> All right. Okay. Oh, MTV. Yet again, a crew sniffs after a mysterious ping and sticks their noses in a deadly larva pod. Are, ast- are, are astronauts even learning? God, no. If the audience has expected a different plot, they're not learning either. I mean, yeah, but at the same time, this all took place before. The, uh, anyway. <laughs> but, but still, we're not learning anything. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there are plenty of reasons to shut your eyes and laugh your... Or, ah, there are plenty of reasons to shut your eyes and cross your legs while watching this film, but at the same time... but Oh, sorry. There, ah, can't talk, apparently. This is also from The New Yorker. The New Yorker really didn't like this movie. There are plenty of reasons to shut your eyes and cross your legs while watching this film, but at the same time... is or, Sorry, I keep screwing up. There's too many T's. But, at, but is that the same as being scared? No. Sorry, I agree with that. Yeah. Sorry, I don't know why I was having such a hard time getting that sentence out. Um... This is from cinemamonologue.com. Scott seems to be prepping us with bits of mythology, like the interesting clues that lead nowhere in a television series, similar to Lost. In the end, they're all dead anyway. I like that review. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I get it. Actually, let's read the good reviews on this one. Uh, read the good, because let's we actually, spent so much yeah, time shitting uh, on yeah. it? All right, since we spent so much time shitting on it, um, we're gonna skip to the good reviews, unless there's a really <laughs> bad one. Yeah. Um, this is from the final cut. It will do, and it's far from a misfire, but it's also far from a the visceral shock that made the very first Alien such a standout. That's a, good, that's review. a good review. <laughs> that's basically exactly what we said. <laughs> yeah, about. it is. It is. <laughs> um, the, this film. This is also a good one. The film is no more than a cinematic machine, part of which works and most of which doesn't. <laughs> okay. There's no we're, difference. So we're reading the good reviews and like the reviews gotten worse as we're reading the good reviews. <laughs> I don't understand that. But. Um, this film's biggest advantage is being part of a franchise that has reached a ridiculous <laughs> low level. So by being entertaining and having decent moments is among them. Uh, is among the best that the franchise has been. (laughs) Oh, here's one. Uh, Thrilling, moving, and at times terrifying. Good for you. (laughs) Oh, okay. This is also a good... These are all good reviews that we're now reading. Alien Covenant tries to recreate the first two films, but gets lost in its own laziness. (laughs) These are good reviews. Um, if you liked Prometheus, you'll likely enjoy this. Which I said. Yeah. If not, skip it altogether. At some points, things are better left unknown. That's a good one. I, I mean, I agree. I'm certain to be reviews I agree with. Like, and yeah. I definitely agree with that review. The last, the one before they didn't agree with at all. <laughs> but anyway, alright. In tone, it's like the original film, but even darker, with much greater emphasis on despair and hopelessness. It depicts acts of kindness and compassion as weakness. People die precisely because they care for other people and try to help them. I don't think it's in tone to the first movie. No, I don't think it's in tone to the first movie, but that is kind of interesting. The 
Yeah, the well, observation. I mean, I guess that is kind of that is kind of the point of David. I mean, that's what yeah. he says. Is, yeah. Anyway, that, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. It's stylish enough, and Fastbender, Billy Crudup, and others give it their best efforts. I thought Billy Crudup's character was... Fastbender gives it a good effort. That's the... (laughs) (laughs) But if you don't see it, well, unlike most of the characters, you'll survive. (laughs) I I don't know. I thought Billy Crudup was kind of shit. I I don't think he was, but I think his character was just shit. As you mentioned, oh, I'm just going to stick my head (laughs) in this alien egg. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm the captain now. What do I do? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. I don't know what I do. I James see, Franco, di- James Franco died, and I don't know what to do because now I'm in charge. Oh yeah, I couldn't believe the James Franco. That was the biggest surprise in a movie. Did, did you not watch the prequel that they put out? They put out like a ten minute prequel. Oh no, it, that had it. Franco. Oh, oh no, I have to look for that. But uh, they also they put out two prequels. They put out one with Elizabeth Shaw. Okay. Uh, kind of bridging the the gap, the gap. between the, yeah. the, the two movies, and then they put out one with. Uh, the entire crew before going into cryo. Okay. Huh. Okay. And it sets up that dynamic that Franco they're each couples that. and that he's the captain and. Got you. Yeah. It, yeah. It, that's another thing I noticed. There's so many married couples. I was saying, well, is that, everybody in this married? That, like, yes, geez. because they were going to colonize a planet. It would make sense. Oh, that okay. Would get yeah, couples. Fair enough. Well, fair enough. Okay. That way, you wouldn't just force people to hopefully fall <laughs> in love and out. procreate. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so you you yeah, didn't get that. No, yeah, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> no, but, I mean, everybody? Because, I mean, they were the yeah. colonists who were still in cryo, so that was just, like, the crew. That was the crew, but all the all the colonists probably were, too. Well, no, I know, but I'm saying, like, it would make sense if the the crew, the colonists were. I yeah. thought the crew was just kind of its own thing, but I, I don't know. I guess that doesn't make sense, though, even with the crew. Um, This is from the Huffington Post. Still enough of Ridley Scott to touch, to make it above average entertainment. Alien Covenant stays true to the franchise brand. From Quad City Times, Davenport, Iowa. What's <laughs> the franchise brand of mediocre mediocrity? Or I guess. <laughs> because there's been two great films. Yeah. Everything else is yeah. subpar yep. to not good. Not good. <laughs> like, AVPs are horrible. Yep. Yeah. Alien Resurrection, horrible. Yep. Yeah. Alien 3... Prometheus and Covenant? Eh. Yeah. Oh, let's see here. Let's see. Where's a where's a good one? Where's somebody that likes it? Even the good Even the good reviews are like, oh. You can watch it. You, you yeah, you, I, uh, <laughs> okay, okay, here we go. A superior film to its predecessor, and maybe with different circumstances, boosting its influence and effectiveness. It would have reached the highest spot in the alien pyramid. Would have. Would have. Would have. Would have. All right. Well, there you go. That's There's some thoughts you on the, you get the point. on Alien Covenant. Um, I hope you guys liked our double review here of Wonder Woman and Alien Covenant. Sorry that the first half probably felt a bit disjointed. Uh, I think the second half was a much better conversation, which tends to happen when we don't absolutely love a movie. It tends to be the case. Yeah. Cause it's so we need to, talk to about watch it. more bad movies. We, probably. <laughs> probably. I mean, there were times where Gilman and I would go to a movie and come back planning on like recording about it and just being kind of like, it was good. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Go see it. It was really great. Yep. Uh, yeah, this part was really cool. Uh, go see it for yourself. Um, which I... 
I will say, see, if you're a fan of the franchise, go see Alien. Well, see it at some point. You don't have to go see it in theaters. Yeah, agreed. But do yourself a favor and watch it, I guess. See a matinee of it. Yeah, 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 yeah go to yeah, a cheap yeah, show, I, I go to that's, early that's, morning. That's, yeah, where I would... I, mean, it, I think that's where the world's at on... <laughs> you know, I think maybe if it would have come out at a different time of year, if it would have come out in early spring or winter... Yeah, yeah. I probably would have been a bit more excited for it. But there's just so much coming out this summer that's been fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's like a movie every week that I kind of want to see. Yeah. Granted, some of those weeks it might be Baywatch that I want to see, which I still haven't. <laughs> or even maybe I might still go see Pirates. Maybe. Yeah. I, Pirates and what's the Mummy. The Mummy, yeah. But... There, there's a lot coming out that are... I don't know. It almost seems like too much. There might be a lot that slips through. Yeah, I'm actually looking forward to the mummy, a little bit, just no, because for the it, yeah. for the start of their dark universe is what they're calling it. The next one is Bride of Frankenstein, in the in the franchise. Yeah, so I'll I'll be interested to see where that goes. I am pissed that they showed us Doctor Jekyll, well Doctor well Mister Hyde in one of the trailers. Of course, Russell Crowe plays Doctor Jekyll. I don't know if you knew that. Oh, no, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, okay. And they show us Mr. Hyde in oh, one of the trailers. Okay. I'm just like, God damn it. You should have saved that. Save that. Save that. Yeah. Don't, don't show us that. Yeah. Oh, but there's all kinds of stuff coming out later this month I want to see. Uh, I think. Captain Underpants came out. Did You going to go see Captain Underpants? Mm, probably not. That seems like a movie that's 10 years too late, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe even 15. Well, is it because we're adults now? We're adults. <laughs> I don't know. When, when did those books start coming out? Were we in elementary school when oh, those yeah. started coming out? I think so. Yeah. Like why? Why now? I, yeah, like the book fairs. They yeah, had the book fairs. Why now? Oh. That's bizarre. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna hit. Uh, I'm gonna hit the stop button on this and call it a day. Anyways, I'm David West. That's Sonyak. You can find me on Twitter at David West underscore K O E S. Well, it's kind of epic shows. At that, kind of epic show. At kind of epic show. There you go. Well, do you not have a Twitter? I never use my Twitter, but it is yeah. At what it's. I don't use mine thing, either. So. I just okay. tend to post at on kind of epic show. So, basically, if you want me or you want Gabe, it's just through the kind of epic show. I do have mine. Yes. Which you can reach me at, but I tend to just post on there because it's easier. Because I need to be posting on the podcast one anyway, so I just post on the podcast one. I should have just made it mine. I should just have one, but I don't. Yeah. Um. Also, you can find us at kindofepicshow.com. New episodes posted weekly. Uh, I can't say the same thing about our news page. It's just whenever I get on and decide to post 20 different things, mostly trailers because I'm lazy and don't want to write an article. So if you want to become a contributor, hit us up. Hit us up at on our on our Twitter page. Become a contributor for our news page. There's no money involved. <laughs> I can't pay you for it. But... So it goes. Yeah. Um, also, be sure to check out, if this is your first episode, be sure to check out our latest couple episodes. One, it's a crossover with the, the History of Egypt podcast. And then one of them's also, if you're a comics fan, we did a crossover episode with Deconstructing Comics podcast. Check both of those out and enjoy. All right. I'm going to hit the space bar and call it a day.
Hey listeners, this is Micus, creator of the kind of epic theme song, Zombie Kids. If you're interested in finding out more about my music, you can check me out at micusmusic.com. Also, I am on iTunes, Facebook, and SoundCloud. You can look me up as Micus Music, and that's M-I-K-U-S, and you know the rest. All right, peace out, everyone. Keep listening.